Hello, Church family. <clears throat> this is the part two in our um, study of Exodus 24 this week. If you remember this last, uh, on Monday, we talked about how um, how are we to continue our devotion with the Lord. <clears throat> We're talking about how we need to know God's Word. Um, and we said how in the beginning of this story here, this part of the story, this is the raft of the Ten Commandments, and after all the other commands are given, as we just kind of specify how they can apply these laws, uh, Moses wrote them down, <clears throat> and he, uh, he read it to uh, the Israelites in chapter 24, verse 7, that he took the Book of the Covenant and read it in the hearing of the people, and they said, all that the Lord has spoken, we will do, <clears throat> and we will be obedient. And, you know, they claimed after hearing God's word that they would follow him. And, uh, you know, that's usually a good sign when people say that they want to. But obviously, when we look at just a few books from now, we know that they fail to listen and obey God's word. And it's just a real, a, an exhortation for us that we need to know God's word, uh, that we know all of God's word, not just some of it, but all of it. Um, uh, chapter 24, verse, the end, end of verse 8, said that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. And Israel were not supposed to, they're not supposed to be people that only listen to some of the words or the partial, partially or the, the laws that are easy, e easier to fulfill, but they're supposed to listen to all of God's word. And in their obedience, in their uh, devotion to who, uh, to who the Lord is, um, the people will be uh, the other nations will see uh, Israel because how God has blessed them and their faithfulness, and then they will come and want to know Yahweh as well. Again, just looking at the application for our life on Monday, we talked about how we need, we in our own lives need to know God's Word, that the, the Word of God is not just some random book that we read uh, to pass the time, but God's Word is, is living and active and is uh, and it's supposed to, and it's supposed to pierce and, and be able to discern what's really goes uh, going on in our own hearts and minds. So today we're going to learn about fellowshipping with God. How do you continue to uh, in our devotion? First, you need to know God's word, and second, you need to fellowship with God. Uh, we see in verse nine to verse eleven. Then Moses went up to Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and they saw the Lord of Israel the God of Israel, and his feet there appeared uh, to be a pavement of sapphire as clear as the sky itself. Yet he did not stretch out his hand against the nobles of the sons of Israel. And they saw God, and they ate and drank. So it's very, a very unique situation here, because it seems to be that God somehow manifested himself in such a way that it looked like it was a physical form. And I say that it looks like a physical form because, you know, they, they looked at his feet and said it appeared to be on this pavement of sapphire. So he, somehow, whether he touched the ground or he's standing on something, there's something that made it seem like he's, he, they knew, they could recognize it as like a figure, like it looks like a human person, because if it's not, they will use other language here. But I say that they, they just saw him, and they saw he was standing on this 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 pavement of sapphire as clear as the sky itself, and the response is that uh, that they uh, you you would think or I would think that like oh man he's they're dead but for some reason they they weren't killed. Verse eleven said that God did not stretch out his hand against the nobles of sons of Israel and they and they saw God and they ate and drank. So this is interesting because Israel essentially when they're eating with God this is you know this is a sense of <coughs> familiarity and uh, and um, fellowship that he that they have with the Lord is a very unique scene uh, where they have this 
again, vaguely understanding what they're looking at, and they have fellowship and closeness and the proximity, and it's, again, this very rare and a very unique circumstance. Christians, all of us, need to remember that when we uh, fellowship with the Lord, um, first and foremost, it's in our own private time. Uh, as we think about how we study God's Word in our own, um, you know, reading our own daily devotion, when we're praying with God, these are all ways in which we're fellowshipping. Uh, one of the things that I like to do uh, when, I'm, when I have uh, time is when I'm praying through the Psalms or praying through the passage of Scripture I'm reading. And what that means is that you, you read it and you pray it back to the Lord. It's something that you've learned, something that you've gleaned from, some theology that captured your mind, something about the Lord that just um, draws your heart close to Him. You pray those things back, and there's there's a sense in which you, that means you're internalizing God's Word more, But and that's part of it. But more importantly, that you're actually fellowshipping with Him, that you're dialoguing with Him, that you're growing in your affections for Him. And Christians remember that you know, we worship a living God. And although, um, uh, you know, although we can't have like a physical thing uh, right now, I mean, the closest physical thing we have with, uh, in terms of fellowshipping and eating with the Lord is, is, the, is the Lord's table. That's really a, a shadow of what is to come when we get to be with the Lord, when we get to be almost like this scene here where we can eat before the Lord. But what's different is that, uh, you know, back then they were, there was a threat, there was always this threat that they cannot see God, and if they do, they're, they're going to have to perish. As Christians, we don't need to worry about that in the future because we know that when we are with God, when we're, uh, when we're close to, when we're, when we're in glory with Him, uh, we'll never have the fear of, of being um, you know, struck down because of our sin, because all of our sin is paid for on the cross. And as Christians, we need to remember that uh, in order for us to continue to have fellowship with Him, that we need to walk closely with Him. Fellowship with a Christian means to walk closely, and to walk closely with the Lord in the context of Scripture means that, you know, that you're meditating God's Word daily, that you're living according to His Word. Um, Genesis 5, verse 22, verse 24, reads, Enoch lived six, 65 years and became the father of Methuselah. Then Enoch walked with God 300 years after and he became the father of Methuselah and had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. So that's, uh, you know, it's because of his faithfulness. And we see New Testament speaks of that as well, that, uh, that Enoch was a very unique figure because of his faithfulness and obedience to the Lord, that he didn't, he didn't have to die, but rather he, uh, he, he went, uh, he was just taken up, he walked with the Lord. Uh, Genesis chapter 6 verse 9 uses this phrase to describe Noah, these are the records of generation of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his time. Noah walked with God. Again, this the same concept here. Like the reason why Noah was chosen was because he was devoted to him, that he was faithful to God, even though things were not easy to do so, especially for him when they're you know, trying to build this giant ark. But he was faithful, and that's how, uh, and that's how uh, the Lord honors him. First Corinthians chapter one verse nine says, "God is faithful through him." you are called into fellowship with His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Second, First Corinthians tells us that we are made for that. We're designed with the intent to be able to fellowship with Him. Again, this doesn't mean like, you know, with like the Pentecostals or the Charismatics where you have this dialogue with the Lord and He talks to you in some very, you know, Darth Vader-like voice or whatever, but rather He's, He is a real God that we pray to and we talk to and we, share, and we pour out our hearts before Him. 
2 Corinthians 13, verse 14, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Uh, one more passage here in 1 John chapter 1, verse, I guess we start from verse 1 to 3. What was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked at and touched with our hands concerning the word of life and the life was manifested and we have seen and testified and proclaimed to you the eternal life which was with the Father and uh, was manifested to us. Uh, what we have seen and heard we proclaim to you so that you too may have fellowship with us and indeed our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son Jesus Christ. These things we write so that our joy may be made complete. See, part of being, um, part of growing our devotion to the Lord is that we need to have fellowship with Him. Think about your your own personal reading life. And when you're reading God's Word, it's supposed to be um, you learning more about Him. And that's something we don't, we may not appreciate in our time because we have, you know, digital phones and computers and different ways in which we can uh, consume the Bible. But we forget that there was a time where that wasn't so easy. In fact, uh, this should make us appreciate the fellowship that we have with Him because um, we don't deserve it. We don't deserve His kindness. We don't deserve being known by Him. We were all, all at one point enemies of God, but yet He uh, made a way so that we can have fellowship with Him, that we can tell Him and you know, pray to Him. And you know, Jesus said that um, you know, we, we pray, if we have any needs, we, 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 let, uh, we pray to Him. And uh, Philippians tells us if, uh, if there's... Uh, you know, we, we should fear for nothing but everything with prayer and supplication. Prayer is how we fellowship with the Lord. That's one way uh, we can develop a, a close relationship with Him, that we're constantly praying, right? The New Testament tells us to, to be praying, um, uh, to, to pray, uh, never cease uh, to pray. That The reason why that's there is because we as Christians have this access to the Lord. And we can pray to Him during times when we have tremendous joy. We pray to Him when things are very difficult. We pray to Him when there's a huge temptation. But we're always praying to the Lord because we have fellowship with Him. And in your daily life, you'll notice that the more the closely you are with the Lord is directly linked to how your prayer life is. So how is your prayer life? How is your personal reading time? How is your personal uh, prayer life like? If those things are lacking, then you can be uh, assured that your devotional what the Lord is going to be crippled. That's why, as Christians, if we want to uh, have a continue to grow in our cultivation for the Lord, the first thing we need to do is know God's Word, and second, we need to fellowship with God. And lastly, the, uh, the last way for us to uh, continue in our in, in a, to grow in our love for the Lord, lastly, is to draw close to the Lord. So first is to know God's Word, second is to fellowship with God, and lastly, is to know, is to draw close to the Lord. Thanks for listening. Take care and have a great day.